Yeah, in- indeed. Let's 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 try this again, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome back. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy Podcast, and we're here today with another episode of Curious News with myself, Jermaine, and my wonderful and amazing co-host, Mark. How's it going, Mark? Jermaine, um, funnily enough, I was talking to someone last night who went to the J- Dave Chappelle show in London. Oh, yeah? And, um, and he said it was like listening to Jermaine. So I just thought, well, that's great, because I'm on a show where I'm not paying however much thousands I've got to get to J- <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Did you really have a friend that said that? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you just making that up? No, no, I did. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate the compliment. Um... Thank you. So, first thing um, that I kind of wanted to just briefly touch on before we get into it um, is there was a an alleged murder um, oh, of a Kenyan um, runner. Um, her husband, it's alleged, had stabbed her to death. Uh, she was found with stab wounds, stab wounds in the neck and in the body. Um, and this has been one of these little pieces of news that has kind of popped up and just disappeared yeah. um, when we're talking about Sarah Everard and the recent ruling uh, the the officer being charged right so we're talking about violence against women um, this isn't being spoken about so much so I just wanted to just drop that in there just wow, to kind yeah. of checkpoint that with, with people um, and yeah please do check that out wow that's, that's, that's horrible that's not the kind of normal happy start we have to the to the curious muse, but that's that's horrible. But it's, so please, it's, it's something that I, I wanted to mention previously. Okay, um, fine. I, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I got it in now. which is great because you know what we're like. We go on a tangent and we go down. We do. You know, also, but I parts. and also because I think today, unfortunately, I apologise to people, but it's going to be a very uh, United Kingdom focused uh, podcast. I think because. Um, Great. I but I believe that our government is working on a system. Do you remember when you used to go to stores and they would give you like a little uh, tube of perfume, not the whole thing, just so you could get a sample? Yeah. Or you would get a cake or a drink and you'd just get a sample. Yeah. I believe our government is a cross between laissez-faire, which is do nothing, and sample government. So test it. <laughs> Does it work? No? Okay, we'll move on to something else. And so why am I saying this, Jermaine? Why am I saying wow. this? <laughs> you, you make it sound like the government is, it's a concept government. Well, <laughs> it, know, it, it, concept it is a concept government. I think they were, every policy they have is based on, try this, suck it. Mm, I don't like it. Okay, well, let's move to something else. They, there's no permanency. There's no loyalty. There's no longevity. It's all, does this work? Mm, okay, we'll try that one for a bit. Oh no, people are complaining. Let's move to something else. This so, that's what it is. Exactly that. If I was deemed to using such profanities, that's exactly how I would put it. Um, <laughs> and there's two stories I want to focus on to begin with, and then I want to come on to examples of what I mean. So the first story is this. Jermaine, do you know who Bolsonaro is? The uh, president of Brazil. Good, thank you. So that's really good. That shows you the power of curious anarchy and, and curious musing that we know these kind of things when other people may not. We've so, spoken about him before as well. Right, he's in court at the moment. 
Ooh, he's he's what? being he's being taken to court by the Brazilian people for crimes against humanity and abuse of public funds. Wow. Now, why do you think that would be the case? Why do you think they're doing this? Why are they doing this, Mark? They're doing it because of the high numbers of COVID cases they've got in their country and the amount of money that the government has, has abused in not sorting out the virus in their country. Mm, sounds very familiar. I thought it might because their figures are exactly the same as ours. So which begs the question, why is our government not being taken to court for crimes against humanity? They have been. They have been in court. I know that. No, they um, haven't been. They haven't been charged with crimes against humanity, and they haven't been charged for wasting public funds. Oh wait. So wait. Hold on. What you're saying is he's been charged. He's being charged. He's in a court. He's facing charges all in oh, a courtroom. Wow. And I'm saying, why hasn't our government had the same uh, invitation? If you know any news about the uh, the case against the government, please hit us up on the Twitter at underscore Curious Anarchy. It'd be great to hear from you. So we have some of the worst records in terms of the virus in the world. I think it's only America that's worse than us. And Brazil is equal to us. And we're now like about, I can't remember what it is now, but we're now about 17th in the list of vaccine um, handouts to the population. When we were actually the, the first country to, to vaccine, vaccinate people. So that's how far we've come in since Freedom Day, you know, or since January. Well, isn't it? Wasn't, didn't you say that there was something like 80% of the population had... Yeah, but, 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 that, but, that, but that against the rest of Europe is, is minor. It's like the rest of Europe is something like 90 plus. Ah, uh, see, see. So what's that meaning? Is that it, it's prolonging the, the, virus, the viruses and the variants that we're getting. Now, they were asked yesterday... Are they going to implement any measures that now that we've reached the same number that we had at Freedom Day? Do you know what their answer was? Now, bear in mind that the theme of today's show, we talked about government not taking responsibility, government laissez-faire and government sample things. Do you know what their response was? I'm, I'm sure I saw something about this from Sajid Javid. Yeah, you did. You saw Plan B, but what about Plan A? I, within I, I, plan, yeah. Within plan A, his his instruction now that he's the new health minister is that it's up to the individual to take responsibility. Amazing. So then he was asked, well, in that if that's the case, how come the ministers on your bench today and yesterday in Parliament, none of them were wearing face masks? How and he about said, it, that? and he said it's not about. A, a, a law or something it's about individual responsibility so in other words he didn't answer the question okay so what does that mean individual responsibility well Everybody exactly that exactly that Jermaine. the blame <laughs> yes and also so what's the difference between individual responsibility and what's the difference between that and herd immunity because if it's up to everyone just do what they want 
you're going to have herd immunity. So why don't why don't they just say it what it is? Because if you're not going to actually stop, like for example, you're not going to have a lockdown. You're not going to have masks now that we've reached the same number we had when we stopped doing all that. So what's the irreversible? Plan? That's it. That's the word that you used. Irreversible. And I thought that was pretty damn uh, unprofessional and amateur. But then I found another news story that made me think, well, hold on. There's actually a rival within the same government. And this time it was the, the Deputy Prime Minister. So if, if, God forbid, someone shot Boris Johnson, this man would be Prime Minister of the country. Do you remember who that is, Jermaine? Um, was it Matt Hancock? Huh? Was it Matt Hancock? He, he used to be. He's not. He obviously is no longer in government, is he? Oh, right. So would it be Sajid now? No, it's Dominic Raab is now the Deputy Prime Minister. Oh. Ooh. And he, he came up with a plan yesterday of how we can get around the shortages we're having in, in Great Britain at the moment. Okay, I'm, I'm going to refrain at this moment. Please, go ahead. <laughs> so his plan was very simple to get convicts and ex-convicts to fill the gap. <sighs> this is the Deputy Prime Minister of the country. Okay, what, what kind of world are we living in? What, what kind oh. of portal have we stepped through in time where we're talking about... <sighs> you know what the funny thing is, Jermaine? We're doing Black History Month. You know, we, we've got... Thousands of years of history, of culture, of education, of society, of community. And what do we have instead? A man that wants to make convicts fill the gap of our shortages in the country. It really does highlight that colonialism is alive and well. I mean, it also highlights the everything I just said. The lack of education, the lack of civilization, the lack of community, everything that we've had for thousands of years pissing out the window so that they can come up with harebrained schemes like this. So when it fails, whose fault will it be? Are you ready for the answer? <laughs> who, who are they going to blame for this? Individual responsibility. <laughs> you didn't have to take a convict on, did you? <laughs> idiots man you know what? I, I you know they, they have this amazing ability to retain this clause in everything that they do yes it's it's it used to be laissez-faire it used to be the center key of conservative government is don't get involved with anything just let the country run itself and you just make masses of money and they've kind of gone back to that but with a with a hardcore a edge with a car, hardcore edge that doesn't care about what happens in Ireland that doesn't care about what happens in you know a lot of places that, that conservatives used to care about I don't forget, Boris stood on the steps of Downing Street and said, I'm not going to abandon you now that you've all voted for me. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that's going, that plan. Uh, well, we it's up to them. It's, it's up to them. It's individual responsibility. We need to find that video. They didn't have to vote for him. It was an individual choice. <laughs> now, Jermaine, wow. let's, take it, let's take it down to a lower level, shall we? So can we remove them as individual choice? Oh, then that's... I was leaving you to, to, to work that one for yourself. Um, I want to take it to a lower level now. So I came across a scheme yesterday where um, there's a scheme for children who have got cancer 
it's called colour beads. And what they do is they award colour beads depending on how much you've been through in, in your journey around cancer. Because some kids have had five or six years of surgery and chemotherapy and everything. So depending on your journey, you get a different colour bead. Okay. And the man who started it up did it because his son has been through five years of absolutely horrendous uh, transfer experience, cancer experience. Mm-hmm. And do you know what happened after the five years? What? You know, to sort of commemorate and uh, appreciate how much that poor child had been through, they gave him a semi-gold sort of uh, bit of metal, basically. No ceremony, no recognition, no certificates, nothing. There was no acknowledgement of what that child had been through. So this man took it on himself to start a scheme to reward kids who have gone through this, to recognize their journey and and the struggle they've been through. Now, the obvious question is this, Jermaine. Why isn't our government doing this? Why is it up to an individual to do that? It's individual responsibility, is it not? Well, now you're getting now you're getting the, the Conservative Party uh, line about how to deal with these things. Yes, right. it's up to the individual. It's not about us in government doing it. Yet, how they get, how many people are in the House of Lords because they they voted Tory or gave money to the Tory Party? A personal responsibility. That was about you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. So, Which again is is a choice. So it, it is yes. kind of individual responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, absolutely. it's the responsibility when you're in government is for the people. So, so basically, yeah, it's the responsibility. It's the responsibility to support the biggest thug gang in town. Basically, that's what you've got to do. So, okay, let's talk about another thing. Now, you asked me a question yesterday, and I want to answer it here publicly because I think it's a public notice to any women that are listening. In certain places around the UK, having not been going out for the best part of a year and a half, now that people are returning to clubs and pubs and what have you, there's been an increased number of people that have had have been spiked, you know, have had um, drugs introduced to their body against their will, presumably so that ineffective and, and uh, weak men can somehow do things they can't do if a woman was conscious. Um, Now, the problem with what's happening is, in these cases, they're not being spiked by the drinks. They're being spiked by a needle. People walk around with needles with things like rohypno in it and just jabbing them. And then they wake up in the cab, not knowing how the hell they got in this state because they weren't even drinking. What? Yep, yep. So there's campaigns in a number of British cities, in Glasgow, in Manchester, etc., called Girls' Night Inn where they are literally boycotting nightclubs and pubs until proper security is put in place. I hear what you're saying, Jermaine. Why aren't the government taking this on board? And I hear your answer, which is personal responsibility, which is why women are setting up their own campaigns to protect themselves. And then they send the police out to go and batter them. Well, I was going to come on to the police in a second, but what I'm saying to you is, where is the government response to the, the large number of spikings that are going on around the country? Mm. Well, here's the thing. This, this is from what you've just told me. This is what's happening. The people are taking individual group responsibility 
and doing something about it to make a change. This is what we've got to do. So, what is like. the, so then I would have to ask you, what is the role of government? Now, you, I think you didn't you just mention a, a minute ago, at the beginning of, this, of the uh, today's session, about the Sarah Everett case. Yes, yes, linked to the uh, Kenyan athlete that was. Killed. Yeah, so I, I want to advise you on the latest bit of advice coming from the police: what to do if you're stopped by a lone police officer. Go on. You should ask them to make a video call to their police station. That's the last. That's the latest piece of advice of how to get around if you're not sure if it's a police officer or not. Can you see any problems with that at all? You're a technological man. Do you see any problems with that at all? You know what? I don't know what world they're living in. <laughs> we travelled through many portals today. Um, <laughs> I don't understand in what world that would even work. How? So imagine, imagine you were in a cab and you were pretending to be a police officer and right. you videoed through to me on your phone going... Uh, do you want to speak to my superintendent? His name's Mark Wilson. And then you get me on the screen. Right. Let's hope every woman's going to feel assured what, after after that happening. What kind of fucking carry-on is this? <laughs> exactly. Well, this that's the response. That's the latest response after run away, get on a bus, get a bridge, grab what, a taxi. What they need to do is come out and openly declare war on any fucking... That's terrorism, right? So that's terrorism on any anybody in the police who's looking to terrorize anyone. No, it's it's up to individuals to find their own solution. Come on, Jimmy, where are you with this program? Of course, of course. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What was I thinking? Well, I'm, I'm not sure because you, you've got off on a tangent somewhere. You know? <laughs> I tried to explain to you what the government policy is, and you don't want to, you don't want to adhere to it. So that's where we are, Jermaine. Just so you can feel relaxed, that's where we are. That jab thing going on, where was it? In a number of different cities it's been happening. A number of different cities, right? Like, okay, so what's I, happening is I, girls are waking up, women are waking up, either in the cab or the next day, having been sick and lost the ability to walk, etc. Like, like, like they've had a serious illness. And they don't know what's caused it, but then they can find needle marks on themselves mm. that they haven't that they haven't administered. So here's here's my thinking around this because if there's a spike in the is it rehypno specifically? Well, I don't know. I don't know the name of the it's sorry the, I, that type of drugs, uh, date rape drugs they call. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then. I don't know. To me, that indicates that there's a large supply coming from somewhere. Well, it's, a, it's, it's a certainly organised, isn't it? Let's face it, you can't get those things, uh, you know, in Sainsbury's. So it's cl clearly organised. Right. We don't know who's doing it and for what, the, what their intention is, but it's clearly organised. But I thought we needed to draw reference to it because it was an important, uh, it's an important situation. Is there any iota of good news today? 
No, I don't have any. I mean, you're welcome to find some yourself. I don't have any. Okay. Um, well, you know what? All is not luck. I think there are some gems contained oh, within this episode. Um, individual responsibility versus the people coming together. And this is what we've been doing. And I think that we've shown throughout this pandemic that there are moments that we can come together. We saw it during, uh, initially during the, the George Floyd protests. Yes, yes, came exactly. together with America and South yeah. America and Europe and everywhere around the world. Like, we all came and stood for something together. Um, now that we're seeing the, the unleashing of this catapult, really, that was this, this haphazard management plan by the government unraveling before our very eyes, we're seeing things like this, cases of Rehypno biking. And we're still waiting for the figures, I believe, on mental health as well. Yeah, we are. Um, we are still waiting for that. That's, that's absolutely and, correct. Yep, and the uh, the suicide rate, which are estimated to have been around two hundred percent. In I don't think we're going to get that very. Um, I don't think we're going to get that very quickly, to be honest. Well, you know, this this again, this is very symptomatic of this government. They seem to reflect a lot of the same types and patterns of behaviour and thinking behind everything. Where. There is no thinking. There is no logic. No. There is no plan. There is no alternative. There oh, is. You did, sorry, you did ask me for positive news, so I'm going to. I am going to give you one piece of positive news. Go on, crack on, crack on. This is for those people that, that are more interested in cults than they are in mainstream society. So the great cult leader himself is returning to try and open up his own alternative to Instagram and and Twitter, etc. He's trying to establish fourth time now his own platform to oh wow to 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 ah. to uh, uh, proper free speech and it's pretty yeah. much in, it's to celebrate the same week that uh, celebrate the same week that a lot of the people are in court like steve banyan who's refusing to go to court about the whole capitol hill uh, resurrection oh, right. oh okay so it's good wow. timing that he's chosen this week to release his next platform of freedom. Fantastic hope, bit of polarising news there. And I hope that when he does it, if he achieves it, with no, it's his fourth attempt, I hope there'll be an app where we can play golf online because that's probably his biggest contribution to the achievement that he's done. I think he had more hours of golf than the other president previously had. I don't know. I think we'd have to do the maths on that. Well, I'll leave that to you. You are the mathematician. Um, so anyway, Jermaine, <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you, even if the topics have been somewhat grimmer than I'd like them to have been. Um, but uh, for people out there, please remember that, you know, reporting on these things is important because if we don't draw reference, we won't be able to do like, for example, what they're doing in Brazil, which is to hold our governments and our peoples accountable for what they've done. Name of leadership. I've not been Jermaine Gregory. And I've not been Mark Wilson. But this, this is has Curious been. Anarchy. Oh, <laughs> but it has been, yeah. The Curious Anarchy podcast with another episode of Curious Muse, Breakfast with Poverty. Number ooh, four, I think. Yeah. 
check it out. Catch us up on the Twitter and Instagram at underscore Curious Anarchy. If you've got any questions or anything you'd like us to cover or follow, please tweet us, Instagram us, DM, all of that good stuff. Catch you soon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>